Hello, and welcome to the Friday Fast 15, the snack size show where we break down big topics in under 15 minutes. Since the beginning of the COVID-19 pandemic and the abrupt shift to remote work, organizations have been thinking about the way we work. Do we stay remote? Do we go back to the office? Do we explore hybrid options? As leaders look at these scenarios, the idea of work life balance always comes to mind. Some argue that remote work creates a blurred lines and employees will feel as though they're always working or always available to work. The thing is, remote work isn't new for many of the folks who work in technology. Some of them have been doing this for years and they're managing just fine. Case in point, Crossview's managing consultant, Anna Wolbrecht. Anna's been remote several years. And as a mother of five, she has experienced juggling work and family. Anna's making it work. So I've invited her here today to share some tips and tricks for those of us who are still fairly new to this environment. Welcome to the show, Anna. Thanks, Kim. Thanks for asking me to be your guest here on Friday's Fast 15. I'm really excited to be here. Anna, before we get started answering some work-life balance questions, Let's take a moment to get to know you better. Would you mind telling us a little bit about yourself? Hi, I'm Anna Woolbrook. I'm a managing consultant here at Crossviews, and I'm also a technical architect. But most importantly, I'm a mom of five amazing kids, um, very active and challenging kids, but they're amazing nonetheless. Um, I, I have my oldest is a girl, and then I have four boys. So again, active four boys. Um, I'm a... And so I guess how I would describe myself is I'm that I'm that mom that wanted a career, but I also wanted a large family. Um, and not only that, I wanted to be amazing and exceptional at both of them. So I think um, throughout my years, I've done I've tried several different things. I've been, um, you know, someone that commuted to work. I've been someone that um, stayed at home for a brief stint. It was a stay at home mom um, for around five years. I've also been someone that tried to do remote work back when remote work wasn't a trend um, after my daughter was born. And now I'm a remote worker. I was remote even before the pandemic. So um, I'm just there to try to figure out how to make it work and make the changes that I needed to, to, to have it work. So Anna, I love that we're both moms and as such, we can appreciate the art of juggling. In fact, whether they're parents or not, Workers often have several things up in the air all at once. What sort of strategies have you implemented for yourself over the years to manage your world outside of work? Right. Good question. Make a family calendar for yourself. Even in your Apple iPhone, you can do this. And I have a family calendar. And so whenever, you know, obviously, because I'm juggling work, I've got my work schedule and appointments and different things like that. I've got five kids that are doing different events at different times, dentist appointments, doctor's appointments, all those sorts of things. So when my kids come and tell me, mom, I have an event on Friday at two, um, the first thing I say is I, you can't just tell me because I'm not going to remember it. I'm like, have you put it in the calendar? And so they have to put it in the calendar. And that's one thing that it's just so nice to be able to, if someone asks me if we're available um, Saturday at whatever, I can easily look and I can see all the events that are going on and I can tell, I can 
quickly know whether or not it's something we can make or not make. And I can make sure my kids are at the right places at the right time. So that was huge. I guess the next thing is a, and I know these sound small, but they're huge, is a shared grocery list. I have an app that um, basically lets us share, and it's not just for groceries, it's for like any kind of, I can put several different stores in there. So anytime that I need some an item somewhere, I can put it on my grocery list and it's shared with everyone. So even my kids, they have a project coming up, they need a poster board or whatever it is. I tell them, put it on the shared grocery list. And then whenever someone goes by Walmart or wherever we're gonna go, we can look it up. My husband can, on his way home from work, do you need anything from, the store? Well, yes, look at the grocery list. It's on there. So that is, um, that's been a really help, you know, and a time saver and, you know, and just be more organized and get making sure that they have the things that they need when they need them. Um, the other thing, and I was actually a late embracer to this, is the curbside pickup and delivery. Um, at first, I think I kind of thought, I don't have the time to even write my whole grocery list, so I can't, I can't utilize this this new feature or whatever. But what I found is you don't necessarily have to have like a week long list. You can just get for dinner that night, I can sit there in between calls and I can throw the items, maybe find a recipe that I wanted to make and put it on the grocery list and then, you know, have it have it scheduled for pickup, like when I'm going to be going to pick up the kids at school anyway. So it's been really helpful. Um, and there's things like, you know, sometimes when you go to the grocery store and you're trying a new recipe and you have that one item and you have no idea where it is in the store. Well, with curbside pickup and delivery, you don't need to know where it is. You just search it up on the grocery store's website. They find it for you. You don't have to go into the store and look for it. And I have no idea where it is still today. But I know that when I pull up to the curbside delivery and pickup, it's there in my basket. So that has just saved me a ton of time. And, and, and I have made orders probably three or four times a week and just gone and pick it up um, when I've been running by the school or wherever. So that is huge. It just saves a ton of time. And it makes me feel like I'm doing more healthier options. Because sometimes if I didn't have enough time to get something from the grocery store to cook for dinner that night, where was I going to go? Probably pick up from fast food somewhere. So I think that has been huge and um, something that I definitely would recommend um, embracing and, and using that new technology. You are so right. Curbside pickup has been a lifesaver. Now, on the work end, computer scientists have been working for years to build technologies to make work life more efficient, and in theory, give you back time to spend with your family and friends and non-work related activities. Can you tell us about some of those technologies, how they've made your life more efficient and improved your life outside of work? Yes, absolutely. Um, a bit of history here is remember, I have actually, you know, I started I was a remote worker back when remote working wasn't really a trend. So um, when my daughter was first born, there was a lot of the technologies that, oh my goodness, that we have today that we didn't have back then, but I still made it work. Um, so for example, um, when I first was becoming a virtual worker, we didn't have like you didn't have the ability to video conference really uh, i think the im was around and the chat and those sorts of things but people weren't really using it every day right now it's kind of the mode of communication everybody's on chat well back in the back then not everyone really was so it was like email 
Um, and you would have calls, but they would be like primarily on your phone and you didn't really get to see the video calls and things like that. So if you were ever in a meeting and you needed to share a document, well, you'd have to make sure that you got that document emailed out, you know, in plenty of time before that call so that you could all, you know, look at the same document together. Whereas today, I mean, you get on a call, you have that virtual, you see, you see the person, um, you feel like you're in kind of in a meeting with them right there. And, um, and you can just share a document on demand. You know, I didn't have to prepare two hours in advance to make sure everyone had it and, and they can see what line I'm on and, and all those kind of fun things. Not to mention like internet speeds and, and different things like that. Um, I remembered when I first started working, you didn't have those great internet connections at home. And like a lot of times I would have to just dial in and like actually go to my computer at the office and then do a lot of my work there. Whereas now, um, you know, those those things aren't aren't an issue or a problem at all. And I just feel like it just helps you personally connect with people so much better. And me, I'm a people person. So I really appreciate, I, of course, like I said, I always wanted to be that remote worker so I could take care of my kids and kind of do all that shuffling and, and reduce my commute time. But at the same time, I want to interact and see people and have that communication and feel like I know these people and have that team building aspect. So the fact that we have all these tools out there now and, and the improvements that they've made just during the pandemic when so many people started going virtual is awesome. Um, and even just as a manager, too, it helps me with um, you know, building that team um, together, too. And one of the features that I, I love is um, on Microsoft Teams and things like you can, we can have like a virtual event and we can all be together and, and share video screens, but sometimes you don't get that personal interaction. So I've been trying to take advantage of a like where you can make those individual breakout rooms and you can have more intimate conversation and then you can come back together as a team. And so I've tried to use a lot of those things just to make it more fun and to make sure the team feels like they're plugged in and included. And, um, and you have that family at work like you do your family at home. You know, you bring up a really good point about the breakout rooms too. And I think you manage a pretty large team. Um, so when you're not at work um, and on vacation, maybe, what do you do to completely unplug? Well, that's a tough one. I try, that's something that's very important. I think, um, and, and it doesn't have to be for long periods of time. Like for me, I can just, what I try to do throughout the day, like if I just have a little break in my calendar for sometimes even as little as 30 minutes and I'm sitting at the computer all day, it's so nice to just be, to get up from the computer and just take a walk, like uh, be either sometimes in silence and you're just alone and you're just there with your thoughts um, or listen to a podcast or different things like that. I feel like that's just been so helpful and it just really kind of lets you get your mind in that right kind of levels to be prepared and to be on for that next customer call. Um, and the other thing is I'm a big comp proponent of, you know, killing two birds with one stone. So a lot of times the times that I have to do a walk or something is I'm taking my son to baseball practice or he's at a baseball tournament. Well, um, a lot of times those are around parks and different things like that. So I go while he's at the baseball practice and I'll do my walk and, um, and those kind of things too. So it's not that, you know, 
it, it, so it's definitely important to get that time, just, you know, get that exercise, get that time to kind of clear your mind, you know, have no one talking to you <laughs> because sometimes you just, you feel like you have too many things going on, too many things you're thinking about to just kind of chill, unwind and relax. You're right with those walks. I actually schedule my walks. Yeah. So Anna, do you have any final thoughts for us? Yes, I do. Your kids are always the most important thing. Your family is always the most important thing. Um, if find time for them, make sure that you're there. Make sure that you make them feel special. Make sure that you're an active listener. And that's hard sometimes because, you know, we have all these distractions like the cell phone. Um, and so I started thinking to myself, you know, how, how do I do that? How do am I doing it, A, um, but also how do I do that? For example, two of my kids are going through a parent-taught driving driving ed, driver's ed course. Okay, yes, it's a little stressful at first, but after they kind of get the hang of it and they're just getting their driving hours in and things like that, I found like that is like a really good time to have that one-on-one -on -one, um, bonding time with them. So we'll, we'll go for, I used to call it, let's go for our Sunday drive. Mm -hmm. And so we would get in the car and we'd, um, you know, drive, you know, have a little route to drive, um, stop, maybe get a bite to eat, maybe just go to the convenience store and get a Coke or whatever it is. But you have that time to really kind of spend with them and you're spending that quality time with them, even though you are accomplishing another goal at the same time, but you're spending that quality time. Um, and I think another really important thing is to be that active listener, because sometimes the, the events or things that your kids get involved in aren't necessarily a passion of yours, but it has to, they have to make sure you, because it's important to them, you need to care about it as well. So, um, for example, I remember my son had just put together a little presentation, um, he was going to share to the class and it was around baseball and it was around like apparently there's different pitches and there's many different factors to determine what pitch you're going to throw when it's that's I don't really even understand the whole topic but he was so passionate about it and and I was listening he wanted me to listen to him and listen to his presentation and kind of give him some feedback I mean I could have just sat there and kind of looked at my phone and you know nodded but instead I was really trying to be an active listener and you know and it was just really neat to see like something that he's so passionate about, you know, bring it up into a presentation. So it's just those little things like that, that I think are really important. And I think that it tells your kid that, you know, your child that my mom cares. My mom is interested in what I'm interested in. It's not necessarily her interest, but she's interested because it's important to me. So I think just little things like you can have a career, you can have a family and you can have a large family like I have and be, um, rewarded in both of those ways. It is possible. Don't, don't ever always remember, you can ask for help. You can ask for help from your coworkers. You can ask for help for, um, your peers. So, um, you can do it, you can manage it. And, you know, I'd encourage you to do so if that's what you're passionate about as well. Thank you, Anna. And I'm going to incorporate some of those ideas into my own work-life situation because there's always room for improvement. And thank you everyone for joining us today. This has been Workflowing Your Work-Life Balance with CrossFuse Managing Consultant, Anna Wolbrecht. If you'd like to learn more about careers at CrossFuse, visit our careers page at crossfuse.com or reach out at let's talk at crossfuse.com. And for more snack-sized conversations, subscribe to the Friday Fast 15 on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or YouTube.
See you soon.